1: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes
2: and fees may vary.
1: Good old Davos. You know, while you were talking, Gary, I was looking on Instagram. There's a lot of people hit me up, sending me Facebook comments. And, but anyway, on Instagram, one of the guys I was talking about earlier in the show has posted the latest round of pictures from these fancy parties He's been going to it for 10 years. And I know he is not a brain trust of information about public policy. I mean, he's he's there for the free champagne and the uh, and the the caviar and the supermodels. That's the reason he's going. And it makes him look like a big deal when he posts on when he posts these pictures on Instagram. I am kind of impressed because I'm thinking how do you get an invite to this? I'd like to go almost covertly to spy again, that's not the right word. That's a bad word um, to observe what other people are thinking so that I can come up with a better plan than the one they've got and, and maybe outsmart them. Cause it's, I mean, it is an interesting collection of people. I'm going to be watching this um, as we head through the week to see how the Davos crowd handles things. It's nine Oh seven on this Tuesday morning. It's the 16th day of January. 2024. I'm John Reed, and we are glad you're with us on News Radio WRVA. I'm guessing everybody who had to get to school uh, has already checked the website to see what schools are closed and which ones are on delays. And um, you know there are a lot of different delays this morning with a lot of different entities so i'm not going to do the old wrva thing remember when all narrow would read the entire list and that was the only thing they did in the morning we're not going to do that anymore but I, I clearly there was a snow event yesterday it ended early enough where it looks like the roads are clear so i will just give you a little bit of a warning if you had something planned here in the morning hours you want to just double check that it's still happening and that it isn't delayed or pushed a little bit boy What did you think of Iowa and the caucus? You know, they set the standard. Oh, if Donald Trump doesn't break the 50% mark, he's a loser. Well, he got 51%. (laughs) So how are they going to spin it? How are they going to trash Donald Trump now? I am surprised Nikki Haley is saying this proves it's a two-person race. Um, DeSantis beat you, Nikki Haley. The one thing I'm kind of sad about is I have really enjoyed listening to Vivek... Ramaswamy. I like the guy. I don't think he's ready to be president, but I really like the guy. And I got to think he resonates with younger voters who have been writing the Republicans off as old, stodgy traditionalists. And I really don't mind being an old, stodgy traditionalist, to be honest with you, but I got to win the votes and he might be able to achieve that. So I hope he's not going to go too far away. You know, somebody who's been through all this firsthand up front with Donald Trump is Tim Murtaugh, who was the communications director uh, for the president's campaign back in 2020. And he is involved in a lot of different projects across the state and across the country these days in his new role. But I conned him into coming on this morning. Hey, uh, Tim Murtaugh, I appreciate you coming on. What's your reaction this morning?
2: Uh, good morning, John. You didn't have to con me. To come okay, on the show. You were I'm, willing to do it anyway. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy to do it. I mean, look, did anyone doubt that this was going to be Donald Trump's nomination to lose? I mean, uh, he. he polls have been showing him over 50% in Iowa for a few weeks now, and sure enough, that's what he came in with. I mean, he almost, almost won all 99 counties. Yeah. I think <laughs> By one reading won ninety eight counties and the one county that he did not win, he lost by one vote mm-hmm. in, in the caucus there. So, you know, I, I just don't think this changes the, the calculus for for anything really. I mean With DeSantis and Haley still duking it out for who is the the top also ran, I mean, I I really find that to be almost irrelevant. I mean, think about Iowa for Ron DeSantis, for example. Could the conditions ever be as good anywhere else as they were in Iowa for him? Mm -hmm. He had the endorsement of the governor, Kim Reynolds. He had the endorsement of this massive conservative grassroots operation headed by a guy named Bob Vanderplant. He spent tens of millions of dollars of his own campaign's money and of Super PAC's money. He had this heralded ground game that's been knocking on doors for months in Iowa. He had focused all of his efforts there. It could not get any better for him. Those conditions are the best he's ever going to experience. Mm -hmm. And he went from 30% in the polls to 21% in the polls. Donald Trump is going to be the Republican nominee. That's all that Iowa told me. Yeah. Do you think that
1: DeSantis was deliberately crippled by the press, or did did he screw up his
2: campaign? You know, I think there's a a lot to be said for the fact that I think that a lot of people thought that the idea of Ron DeSantis was good, and then when they saw him actually in action as a candidate, it was not so good. And I I think that the way that his staff, a a lot of Twitter is not real life, a lot of activists are on Twitter, and the way that his online presence was, they were, they were so aggressive and so and so attacked. They attacked the supporters of other Republicans relentlessly, and they, they had what I thought was kind of an unearned arrogance uh, oh, about okay. them, where they, they really believed. They, were, they had already. Not only was the, were they the conquering hero arriving to save the day, but the, in fact, they had already won all the battles that they needed to win. And I looked at them and I thought, you know, you're the, you, he's the governor of Florida and he's got a good record down there. Right. But when you have a supermajority of Republicans in your state legislature, of course you're going to win all the battles. And so I, I, just, didn't, I just didn't see where they had earned all of this bravado that they walked around with. And mm-hmm. it just, all of it just fell flat.
1: And then Nikki Haley, she's delusional. I mean, I hate to say it because there are a lot of people who listen to the show who apparently love Nikki Haley. They text me every day about how much they love her. But when she said, oh, now it's a two-person race, I was like, I don't know how you could say this. Is that an old speech that you prepared last week? Because that's not the reality of what
2: happened last night. No, and a lot of them – look, I, I get it in politics. I've been a political spokesperson, so, and so have you. You've worked in a Senate office, yeah. and a lot of times you, you, you say things that you hope turn out to be true mm-hmm. or that you wish were true or you, you, you shade the truth a little bit more in your favor when you're trying to spin the facts on the ground in a political sense. I, I mean, I, I get that. But both Haley and DeSantis have been for months now – Talking, talking about things in ways that uh, the uh, the average voter can see plainly, simply are not true. You know, when she says it's a two-person race, immediately after finishing third, third. <laughs> people, people must look at that and say, "What are you can't be talking about yourself?" Yeah, right. right I mean, right. and then she has a tweet this morning that talking about debating Donald Trump. You know, and you know, I, I command, I demand that he debate me. The next debate will be either for me will either be with Trump or Joe Biden. Well, you're dreaming. You're yeah. dreaming. What is honestly that you're 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 saying things that regular people can see are not true.
1: And then you probably heard what I said about Vivek on the front end before you came into the conversation. Do you have a reaction to this guy? Some people have told me you're getting rolled. He is a Manchurian candidate. He is not a conservative. You're stupid, John. Why do you why are you falling for this guy? Why are you impressed by this guy? What do
2: you think? Do you know him? Uh no, I've met him, but uh-huh. I can't say that I know him. Okay. I met him at a, an event for the Daily Caller like two years ago before he was running. He was oh. selling his book when, okay. <laughs> when I met him. Well, what do you um, think? Uh, you know, I think it's hard to get a read on the guy. I, I honestly think that he is do he does a lot of things out of out of what he believes to be the, uh, political expedience. Mm. and I'm I'm not sure that you can go and look through his list of uh, positions that he holds today and say that he always held those positions or that he held those positions, you know, as recently as like three years ago. Yeah. I'm just I'm just not sure. I would have to do. I, I never thought that he would be a serious contender. I think that he is an excellent public speaker. He's an excellent showman. Uh, I think he's a very talented communicator, and I think, he's, I think he's a very, very smart person. I think that's obvious. Right. But I just didn't really believe that he was a real, live, legitimate candidate for president. Seven percent and then flaming out. Uh, I think that's about right. Almost all of his support will go to Trump.
1: So does, does President Trump say hey there's a role for you in my campaign I mean I'm not I don't know about the VP but is there a role for you in my campaign and if I get elected I'd like to give you an opportunity to show off I mean for goodness sakes they gave Pete Buttigieg the secretary of transportation job with no experience so I'd have more confidence in Vivek than I would somebody
2: like Mayor Pete Sure, that's always possible. I mean, a lot of times rivals in the, in a primary setting end up in the administration if if one of the others is, yeah. turns out to win. I mean, I I think that's certainly possible. I think he probably does have a lot to offer. He's obviously a very smart person. He's obviously a very successful businessman. I think President Trump respects mm-hmm. things like that. And then we'll yeah, know if he's a conservative or not,
1: if he actually has to make decisions.
2: Sure. Yeah. yeah. And, I, you know, when you're the when you're a cabinet member and you're in the administration, you are expected to execute the policies right. of that administration. I don't, I don't think too many presidents would tolerate freelancing by a member of the candidate and say, well, this, these are my priorities. I don't know what your priorities are, Mr. <laughs> president, but these are my priorities. Well, I don't think that would last very long. Speaking in any of,
1: since you yeah. know the president so well, I'm hoping I'll get to talk to him at some point. You know, voting starts in Virginia on Friday for the... Uh, you know, the 45-day advance voting for the Virginia primary. Um, The question I would ask him is, what would you do differently if you get this second term than what you did in the first term? You think this guy can actually win? Let's assume he gets the nomination. Can he win? And do you think, based on your interaction with him, that he's going to show up in D.C. like, all right, I know what I did right and I know what I did wrong and I'm ready to tackle this in a different way?
2: Yeah, let me let me take the first question first. I think he absolutely can win. I think that uh, if it boils down to him against Biden or if it's him against someone else uh, or if something, you know, existential happens to Donald Trump and it's a different candidate, I think regardless, uh, we're headed for a very close election. I think that's just where we are as a country. I mean, okay. you got to remember, in 2016, the election was decided by about uh, 75,000 votes across three states in 2020. The election was decided by roughly half that amount, about forty five thousand votes in three other states. And there's no reason to believe that twenty twenty four will not also be an extremely close election with about, you know, tens of thousands of votes spread across a handful of selected states, you know, and yeah. I'm talking about states like Georgia, uh, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, Ohio, not Ohio, uh, Michigan, Wisconsin, states like that. Ohio, yeah. I think, is safely Republican. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I think, I think that you'll see if he does win and returns to office, I think that you will see him uh, return with uh, a sense of purpose. And I think, yeah, he will, he will go about and, and look at what went wrong the first time and where he thinks he can improve things. And, sure, I think he would have a different game plan. Yeah.
1: Well, it's always interesting to talk to you. I mean, you've been in the game for a long time, and then that up-close personal experience with this man and that team, I, I just really value your perspective on it. I was so thrilled that you agreed to come on this morning. Tim Murtaugh, I appreciate it.
2: You bet, John. As always, happy to do it anytime. And maybe I'll see you. Are you going to go to CPAC this year? Uh, I might do it. You know, I stay in touch with uh, Mercy, Mer- Mercedes Schlapp, yeah. uh, all the time. She's a good, f- good friend, and uh, I try to go over there if I can. It just depends on what my schedule is and how it right. works out. Okay, so, okay. We'll see. Well, I, mean, I think I we're going to try to do the th- show we, we up had, there. Uh, last, uh, that's the last time I actually saw you. We had that's right. Together.
1: You that's and that, I had lunch. That's <laughs> yeah, that's
2: right. <laughs> all right, well, I'll, I'll
1: try to set that up. I'd love to see you in person. Thank you, Tim. Tim Murtagh. Yep. It's It's nine eighteen on this Tuesday morning. We're back with more in a moment on Radio WRVA. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.